Yes, would you like a little spray, sir? There you go. Squish. There you go. Treat yourself. That's all you boys and girls out there watching this. We're uh, sniffing Agua de Florida. Agua de Florida. (laughs) Flower water. The beautiful medicina. Mm. Grounding. Stimulating. Oh, yeah. All the good things. All right, hello, welcome, welcome to another week of Journey with Michael and Ryan. Gosh, we love doing this. And this is always a fun aspect of the week, brother, as we've said many, many times. Yeah, it is. And I really love starting the week like this because mm. it sets me up. Ooh. You know, it just gets to go and gets to moving, all the good things. The good things brother, what are, we, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about alchemizing trauma. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that so- it sounds deep and heavy. Because it is. <laughs> but I, I, I think we could start at, let's pull apart the word trauma for a minute, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because when anyone hears that word, they just instantly think, what, what's the worst that's happened? Or I haven't had any trauma, you know? Maybe you had a bit of a, uh, you know, a very average upbringing. And there wasn't a lot of, you know, huge, heavy emotional stuff that was around. You know, you didn't go through various abuses or things like that. So, mm-hmm. so I think... Let's start by pulling the word trauma apart. Yeah, for for sure. So for for me, trauma is an event or experience that pulls you away from your true self. Mm. Yeah, that's really nice. That's it, eh? Yeah. For me, trauma is um, a past experience that was uncomfortable, whether or not you realized it energetically or not. Mm. Beautiful. Because the reason I say that is is obviously through the hundreds of rebirths and various other trauma-informed work that we do uh, with people and with other people, um, the, the traumas might not be remembered. There might not be an image that's stored in the mind. However, how it made you feel at the time might have been... Uh, incorrect or it might have been off and then that's what's been stored within the subconscious and and can become a bit of a an avoidance point within the self mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um as you say that right like it, it i think there's a there is a big or not so much i think the word is it maybe misunderstanding mm. there is a, a big misunderstanding because trauma is such a it's such a hot word at the moment um there, there's lots of people talking about it and, and trying to understand it and looking for these really, really massive events or things that, that happened to them in their life that changed them energetically, that pulled them away from their true self. Um, but the more I've experienced my own healing of trauma, the more I've understood that, yes, the big traumatic events matter and, and create a, a, a huge shift um, or and a huge point of pain in our life, but it's actually the the smaller things that really add up over time. You know, the the little events, the micro traumas mm. that that happen to us maybe daily, or might just be weekly, or they might come from arguments with our partners or our friends, or bullying in school, or someone saying one thing to us sometime, or uh, y- your own birth. You know. Yep. It's not always these these huge experiences uh, that that imprint on us. Well, it's not just these huge experiences that imprint imprint on us. And it might also be that the intention wasn't even 
to affect you in this way as well from from another person or or another thing mm. it just that's the way it got received totally and and so then that's what makes it real totally and so if you were in an upbringing where there was lots of emotional unavailability you know that that's a consistent micro trauma going around because you're wanting a little bit more validation you're wanting more touch intimacy hugs all the sorts of different things um and if you're in a in, a, in an environment or a household like that you know something like that can can turn into a certain type of uh attachment style. attachment style right like caught in the island you know mm-hmm. that's 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 me i understand that uh that's why it, that came so easily to speak about um but again it's just it i i totally agree with you the big the big things they have they have a domino effects in our life totally they are a chain reaction down certain pathways but then yeah the micro past traumas or the micro past experiences they all add up over time and then mm. that's what can actually kind of develop your personality as well mm. you know and then your personality is your personal reality how you see and feel and and it's ultimately what your mind actually doesn't allow you to take in through the mapping of what what you see the world as totally and i really like what you said there about um micro experiences um, because when we're moving through and when we're working with trauma it's really easy to 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 view it and see it from a state of victimhood mm. um because even when you talk about trauma it, 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 it always has a negative connotation to it something's bad has mm. happened to me and and even that idea of bad and good can just it just creates a perception it creates a story it creates a reality around the experience right and and realistically it really just does come down to perception mm. you know it's it's it really comes down to the way in which you perceive it, the situation that happened to you because what can be a trauma or a negative experience for one person may not be so for another person mm. and and this is where it starts to become so interesting to do work in this space because it's it's nothing is set in stone you know you could be having a really really deep conversation with some person about one thing um, and they may be able to be open and understand it but then you talk about a very similar situation with someone else and and they become so guarded and closed off around it and it, it it's such a personal experience it's such a personal journey and although we may go through the exact same situations based on the way we were brought up or the reason that we've chosen our parents or the the lessons that we've had in even past lives if we want mm. to go that deep and esoteric into it um people are turning off the podcast right now <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> fucking woo <laughs> but if if um if we lose ourselves in that and lose ourselves in the story of of what happened to us then then we do we get trapped in victimhood and if we can start to look at it and perceive everything that has happened to us simply just as an experience Mm. um, then it sort of gets rid of the idea and good and bad and then we can go into that understanding of how can we actually alchemize this experience how can we actually utilize this experience for Mm. personal growth so that i can actually understand my true self even better Mm. well put brother I definitely love to subscribe to the there's no good and bad. There's comfortable and uncomfortable. Mm. The uncomfortable is there to to sharpen you. It's there to teach you. It's there for you to be able to move through something. I mean, imagine a world where there was no, where everything was perfect. It, w- it would be, we would, humans would search for something to create and create chaos with. Totally, we're, we're, we're constantly de- avoiding discomfort. Like our, our mind and is, is wired for that. That's why we so easily get distracted in things, you well, know? Yeah, and you even think about, think about business now, think about the capitalism uh, regime, right? 
it's like it's all based off how can we create more comfort in your life totally. look at technology how can we make it easier and more comfortable for your life that's it's 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 prying on our on our most basic egoic you know instinct program to be like oh yeah i want to feel more comfortable more safe i mean and you can start looking at um you can start looking at obesity levels and you can start looking um you know at disease within people you can start looking at autoimmune disorders and different things like that right you know if you are if you're having a little bit more of a of a tougher experience with various things it's going to you know motivate you to make change where you need to but because we're starting to get more and more in this cotton wool world starting to get more and more i mean covid was a big thing for that right totally. it's like well let's just shut everyone away let's not even allow our bodies own systems to be able to learn this and fight it off like we've done since we were incepted as humans on this planet mm. and and so that goes back to you know the micro experiences we've just been talking about you know traumas and it's you know they are tough for a reason and we're not taking anything away from anyone's experience however you know there are there are multitudes of the of the barometer of levels of heightened emotionality inside a, a trauma experience right if you're going through a rape or something like that that you have done in the past that's really going to be a huge stronghold within your nervous system mm -hmm. right but if you can just move start to move through it you can go through some talk therapy you can talk about it you can start going do some breath work or some different things or meditation to start allowing yourself to start feeling it bit by bit so you can let that move through that's what we're talking about today is, is alchemizing alchemizing it. because if you, you you there's lots of different people out there i mean let's talk about tony robbins i mean he's probably one of the biggest you know uh, known names in the in the in the help industry right and his main story is i had a i had an, a, an abusive father an alcoholic mother um you know and so he that he's so open about those stories but he's alchemized them to a point where he's gone through it so much that the the experience he can speak about is still there it won't ever be forgotten but it's not uh, it's, it's it's something he now empowers others with with his story because there's not a part of it yeah. that holds him back there's not a part of it that he avoids anymore there's not a part of it that triggers him if he's in a similar situation because he's moved through it and i guess that's probably the best example we can give about what we're kind of talking about in that word alchemize trauma mm. and how you can turn that into a superpower and you really can yeah you really really can and 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 it's like 100 percent true what you said right like when we can start to openly communicate the things that we have gone through it means we're starting to remove the emotional charge around mm. it you know we're starting to uh, remove the contraction around it we're starting to move the shame the guilt the pain the hurt the frustration the anger the repression um around it and actually starting to to one understand ourselves understand how the situation has altered us away from being our true self our unconditioned self and it means when we can actually like look at it directly and start to communicate about it mm -hmm. it means that we can start to move through it even more you know we move from from victimhood of these these terrible experiences that happen to people um and and start to use it to to empower ourselves and thus empower other people you know and that's really what it is about is empowering yourself mm. and others will change around you totally and we've spoken about this many times yeah. on on various episodes of this podcast yeah and and that's that's what happens i mean even just the men's group that we went to on saturday 
We'll give a shout out to to Rich Hackney and, and Scott. Mm. Um, they ran a, an epic men's group, and it was just a really beautiful to be amongst other men. And it wasn't; it was just on a non psychological level. It was just really, you know, going in. We went into the ice bath. We did some kickboxing. We punched each other. We we uh, did some deep breath work. And what? Why I'm speaking about that now is because a couple of the guys there, without sharing a story you know, were really at the bottom of their day. And at the end, they had moved through those emotional trigger points of their, of their you know, past traumas for them to be at the top of the game so they could think better. They, 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 they were speaking about the situations that they were in in a much clearer way because their mind is actually, or their brain is working mm-hmm. because they're not in a fight or flight state. Yeah. And so this is where the alchemization of what has went through, they will ultimately come out stronger for it totally. because now a few of them are talking about, well, I'm going to now go out into my community and I'm going to, um, I'm going to help other brothers who are addicted to meth because I was addicted to meth. Now I'm not. And now I'm going through different modalities. And so now they can speak very openly and very authentically about it to now bring that message to others who need to hear it mm, yeah totally. and that's the beauty of alchemizing your trauma of going into it and feeling it as fucking hard it is, it is to go into it the hardest thing to face is yourself the next hardest is to face the avoidance totally because none of it is yours mm. they all got given to you for sure that's the point totally it's all given to you totally when you were standing up there choosing your parents you were I, I essentially a pure soul right but then taking that dive in going through the nine months in your mother's womb and being with whatever she was going through then going through the experience of birth and then coming out into a world that you that you physically know nothing about um and then having to to relearn everything you know to to go through and move through and be in this situation which you chose but didn't have any control of you know all of these different stresses all of these different hormones all of these different situations were essentially placed on you you know because 95 percent of who you are is based on the programming that happened to you before the age of seven years old mm. you know this is before you're starting to create your ego this is before you you haven't you have an identity you know so you take on everything that's going on around you as your own you the lived experience that your family is going through and people are putting you through essentially get get stored in your nervous system is is that's what life is like mm. you know and if you're not um, seen, heard, touched, felt and acknowledged as a child then that's going to be trapped within you yep. and you're going to be looking for external soothers for, throughout your life mm-hmm. and you know that's how, how some people get themselves into situations that actually even cause more trauma because they, they, they desire either to be seen, to be heard, to be touched, to be felt, to be acknowledged so much so that they may put themselves in a situation that causes that mm-hmm. but sometimes in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And there could be a trauma bond there as well. Totally. Because obviously what we what we avoid is what we attract. Yep. What we avoid is what we become. Yep. Because that is the makeup that's so strong within our within ourself and our subconscious. That's what drives us. And so when you meet somebody and you know they've they might have gone through similar situations or you know, and that's what 
uh, that's what a fatal attraction can almost be, right? That, that over-the-top chemistry, that Disney bullshit that mm. runs in all the Disney movies. That, that I mean, I'm not saying chemistry isn't prevalent. Of course it is. But, you know, if that's that really strong urge, it's like, hey, why is it so strong? Like, let's just check in for a second yeah, here. Yeah. What, what, do I, what do I see within you that's <laughs> similar to my story and pain and hurt and suffering? Yeah, and, then, and this is where relationships become your hugest teachers. They totally. become your absolute teachers, especially diving into a conscious relationship because you can't heal relational trauma without being in relation. That's as simple as that. That's that's what I've now worked out. Yeah, totally. And then that, that's where the discomfort comes for people, right? Because they go into this relationship and after the honeymoon period, they start to realize who this person truly is. They start to see the aspects of themselves yep. that um, relate back to the appearance. You know, maybe they've avoided being like their mum or their dad their whole life. But as soon as they get into a situation mm. or as soon as they move into something new, they find out that a lot of the way that their parents loved is very similar to the way in which they love because that's the only love that they know how to give mm. and also receive, right? And then that. The then you've got to be able to go through that and move through that with someone else who's also going through their own their own processes their own conditioning of of what love is and what it needs to be mm. and and if you're not able to one understand that two hold yourself in it and three realize that you need to be able to communicate your needs and your desires and be able to talk about some of the situations that you had in the past so that ultimately your your partner can understand you know your what what your true way of loving is without the conditioning mm, so it doesn't matter if you start as a trauma bond i mean that could be great if you can if you can both move into it and i think it come no not think i feel that it doesn't matter about any of those trauma bonds and everything like that. If you've got somebody who's at the level of commitment as you are, as matching your commitment level, then you can go into it. Totally. Then you can you can totally go through anything, anything as painful and as hard as it is. Because if you've got just deep commitment, you're both all in, or you're all all in. Regardless, you know, you might be in a multi situation. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'm not trying to uh, stereotype a relationship here. Um, but if you are going all in and someone else is all in then then you can get through those those tougher times you can get you know move through those mirrors you can get your unmet needs from childhood met through mm. your relationship so yeah. you can grow from that and mm. and this is where you can alchemize your trauma mm. or you need to for you to to expand in your relationship yeah. and that goes with your friendships as well bullshit you know? and your relationship with yourself you know and yourself exactly you got to hold yourself to bullshit you know i, I feel that we do that pretty well which is great i mean even just a situation just before you know this is where we're at with our with our tools i mean you know we sit here and we talk about all of these but we still go through life just like everyone else we still have ups and downs and, and and issues with our relationships and and uncomfortability and all that sort of stuff you know i was at the computer i was just being tapping away being there all, most of the afternoon you know and and you received the way that i was saying something in a way that i wasn't sending it but maybe i was but i wasn't aware you know and you said there and then i apologized and you know, and then it was all done and dusted, right? Like there was no reaction for it. There was just like, hey, this is coming in hot. And then I said, oh shit, I apologize because it's not meant to be that sent that way. Totally. You know, and so again, it's it really is the little things helping you get better at the little things because <laughs> that's it. Because those little things, if you're not able or you're unwilling to be able to move through those things, they just build up as well and so you know this is resentment and shame and guilt and all the things can come up and so so yeah you can alchemize you can alchemize your pain you can alchemize your trauma your grief you can alchemize your past experiences by feeling it 
to the bottom by communicating it, by knowing that you're not going to get it right all the time as well. It doesn't matter, it's you true. know, even, you know, the, 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 the highest guru yogis in the entire world, you know, they're going to fuck up too. They still got an ego. Absolutely, right? And so we're not trying to tell you we're perfect or anyone needs to be perfect. Perfect should be just removed from the vocabulary. Totally. But, but, but you can get better. You yeah. can get better. You can. Yeah. Well, it's not even. I don't even think it's about getting better. Not even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even about being better. It's yeah. Just having a greater understanding yeah. of who you are and the things that you go through. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it takes time. It it takes time, and it, it takes multiple different things and multiple different modalities and and understanding certain things and putting yourself in new situations and being okay with fucking mental breakdowns. Being okay with sitting in pure bliss and elevation and like living in an elevated state and then being okay with the fact that you purposely break it all down you know and and noticing that these patterns and things within yourself and that only comes through time and that only comes through awareness so like thinking that you're going to move through everything in three weeks or 12 months or three months or fucking this life like it's, uh, it's you're only really fooling yourself you know yeah i had a question the other day from someone who was inquiring about rebirthing and she goes well how many rebirths in, until we're done i said well i'm i've done uh, well over 100 now and I'm, I'm far from being done she's <laughs> like oh really i said look you know you're coming for 10 10's a good number for you to start to really feel change you feel change after each one but 10 you've got a good grasp on a lot of things and you're in you're shifting through um but that was that was quite a funny i did have a little chuckle to myself you know how many have we done yeah um but so that's the, that, but that's that's where the human mind um and bias comes in right like because we want the journey to be linear we want it to be laid out you know we want it to be simple we we want there to be a guidebook on it you know we want there it, it, it to be just one and done and, and i'm happy again um but realistically it's like the, the, especially at the start of the journey, the more you go into it, the more you actually have to be, start to become uncomfortable with sitting in sadness, you know, because you're going to go through some dark periods. They call it a dark night of the soul for a reason. And, and like, this is why it can be so challenging. I always laugh with my clients, like, ignorance, ignorance, is, ignorance is bliss, you know, because we're, we're talking about all these things and we're guiding them through and using all these different processes. And they're like, man, when does it stop? And it's like, well, you shouldn't have started because <laughs> it never stops. But that's the beauty of it because you're, you, you actually become the alchemist of your own life because you're no longer just waiting for life to happen. You're, you're going directly towards it. This is a beautiful um, saying that I heard the other day um, that a cow and a buffalo are very, very similar in nature, um, but they act very, very differently in a storm. In a storm, a cow runs away from it yeah it does its, it tries its hardest to to avoid the storm at all costs it just keeps running it keeps running until it, hit, it reaches the edge of the paddock if there is no paddock it'll just keep running forever trying to trying to trying to stay away from the storm the buffalo runs directly into the storm you know it just goes full ball directly into it and realistically when you're going through these situations it's better to be the buffalo than the cow because if you're constantly running away from things, they're just going to constantly keep chasing you. And when they do catch up, you're going to be running at such a pace that it's just going to stick with you forever. Mm. You know, at least if you are the buffalo, you're running directly into it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be intense, but it's going to be over a lot quicker. Really good. Yeah. I like when you said that when someone asked us the other day about we're at the expo. Mm. 
and someone goes, whoa, it's, it's, it's like some sort of moon or something and the energy's there and, you know, I've been avoiding crowds for a few days and then you've, you, you said that analogy. Yeah. You go, well, we're the buffaloes. We're running into it because that's what we do. That's what we do. And it was. And it was a successful weekend. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's, that's, that comes with time, right? That comes with practice. That comes with... Trusting yourself. Trusting, trusting yourself. Trusting that you can hold the space for yourself. Yeah. That the storm's not going to be too much, <clears> you <throat> know? Because there's many, many, many storms. It's not just one and done, you know? It's like the weather, it goes through seasons. It's just like us, we go through seasons as mm. well. Yeah. And if you're running into the storms constantly, that becomes the, the normal. And then your storms become a lot more sunnier. Yeah, totally. They just do. And it's like if you're not... It's like money as well. Like if you're, if you're fixated on it, it will be tougher to come. Because you're not you're not working on the things around that you mm. are that are your genius for you to be able to attract that energy into yeah. your life. Yeah, totally. And it's like anything. If you're chasing fitness, you're chasing a body. Yeah. It will you will get there if you stick with consistency, but it it will be a hard way to do it. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. And very, very true, man. And it's like something that we speak about all the time. It's like this the 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 journey of overcoming all of this stuff is actually just a journey of self acceptance. So, you know, it's about understanding and acknowledging who you are through all the hurt, through all the pain, through all the all the joy and everything that happens in your life. Like trying to come from a place of equanimity, there is no good or bad, just everything just is. Whether or not like life has been written for us and we're just following this path and we get deviated sometimes, or whether or not free will actually does exist mm-hmm. and we have that freedom to create curate and create our own lives. Um that that really is it. It all just falls back to acceptance acceptance of who we are, acceptance of what we're going through and, and acceptance that we can overcome it and that we're here on this earth for for a deeper reason than just working a nine to five and, and having a shitty relationship and getting married and doing the next thing. Yep. You know, getting caught up in the groundhog day. And for some people that's that's their level. Yeah. And this time around. Totally. I I this I want this to be my last level. I want I want the next thing. I want to move on to you know, some other dimension, other world, other planet, other time, yep. and be be something else. Yeah, and 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 that's it. Like when you have a look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like when people are in in a place of suffering, they want to move straight to self actualization. And it's like this is like if I work with my clients and they're not looking after themselves physically, they're not looking after their health, they're not getting sleep, you know, they're not moving in some way. It's like do that first you know give yourself those basic needs yep. you know make sure you're looking after yourself self-care before you dive straight into into the trauma because if your body <laughs> isn't in a physical state if your nervous system isn't prepared and ready um, to be able to manage that stuff then when you feel it it's going to feel so much heavier mm. you're not going to be able to sit with it because all your nervous system wants to do is run away mm. but you know if you're using things like ice baths or you're managing inflammation if you're eating a healthy diet you, you know you go outside and get sunlight you know your, your body's in a prime position to actually alchemize and feel those emotions properly mm. start learning how to feel them mm. that's it because it's, mm. it's, it's hard like we're not taught how to feel like never you know we learn maths and english and science and chemistry and physics um but we're not actually learn, learn like we're never taught how to feel we're never taught how to communicate our emotions uh, it's a constant and i've said this many times it's a constant journey for me and it always will be it just will be mm. and i'm i get better and then it gets worse and then i get worse <laughs> and then i get better and then i get worse you know like it, it's it's that's that seems to be my flow and that's you know and i'm okay with that it's just acceptance of that mm. and going cool I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at it I'm getting better at communication and getting better at, at intimacy getting better at at um, 
you know, uh, informing about what I'm up to with the people around me. And then some days I'll go through a, a bit of a season where I'm just kind of more in me and my island and do my thing. And, and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So those those times start to shorten more and more and then I can come out and, yeah, it, again, you know, we're not sitting here saying we are any different than you. We not just voice it as much as we can because our vulnerability can 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 create vulnerability. Mm. And if you can hear this and you hear us and you're like, damn, those guys are fucking going through the same shit that I'm going through. Because we are. We, are. <laughs> we all are. Totally. You're not special. You're unique. But not special. But not special either, you know? like, And this is something that um, <clears throat> I've taken away from, from lots of clients and even just general conversation is is the loneliness that people feel are because they think no one else is going through what they've gone through. Well, I'm here to tell you everyone's going through what you're going through. You know, to the to the points and extensions of your, of your particular experiences, maybe not. Maybe that might be quite special and unique to you. But there's certainly other people in the world that have gone through the exact thing as you as well. Mm. And and try and remove that that loneliness point of oh, this is only me and it's me against the world. And but it's not. Mm. It's really not. We are all weird and we are all fucked up mm. and we are all just trying to find our lot. And you aren't special or unique in that situation. And that when you really put it out like that in a blunt way too, it I see people just kind of like calm a little bit because they're like, oh. Takes the pressure away. It's, yeah, it's not me. Mm. It's not just me. And I'm here to tell you it's not just you. I mean, that's the arrogance of the human, isn't it? Mm. Oh, it's just you going through this in a world of 8 billion people. No, no, no. <laughs> we're, all, we're, we're all suffering in some way, right? And we're, we're all the... We all, all the creators of our own suffering simply because we want things to be different than what they truly are. You know, and there's a possibility for things to change, um, and it all comes through the actions that we do choose. You know, we talk about it alchemizing um, because it is about the creation, the curation of of the life that you want and, and that that you desire, and it's about using the things that happened to you as magic. Yes. You know, allowing yourself to move through that, allowing yourself to to understand situations more allowing yourself to communicate in ways that may be hard for you that may be contracting for you um and and that really is the beauty of it because every single one of us is different every single person has their own magic so every single person is going to alchemize these past experiences in their own unique way and and the tools that they use and utilize for each person will be completely different you know, it's not like there's one path, you know, it, there's so many different ways that you can move through and alchemize these past experiences. And, and probably the best advice is to really just trust where you're called, mm. like trust and follow the things that are calling you. Because for some person, talk therapy <clears throat> might be the, the gateway that opens it up. For some person, it might actually be combat. Like for me, boxing was the thing that first helped me start to move through my trauma nice. because it helped me actually alchemize the anger, the frustration and the rage that I had within me from such a young age from being bullied. You know, when I was younger, I, I, I couldn't, um, I, I didn't have the ability to protect myself and yet when I was bullied, all my dad told me to do was to punch them. So it's like I didn't have the ability for physical violence, but I was told that aggression was the thing that was going to save me. And then when I was aggressive, 
I was got in trouble for it. Chastised for it. Yeah, chastised for it. So then going into boxing and actually learning to cultivate all of that anger, that frustration, that rage within me and realising that it wasn't actually serving me and if I got into a blind rage doing a boxing max or training, I actually got more beat up mm. than if I was cool, calm, collected, breathing through it. Um, so it's like for me that was the thing that started it for me. Now, I don't need to use boxing to alchemize it anymore because I've, I've moved through a lot of that pent-up aggression and rage. Um, and now it's different tools, it's different techniques, it's going a little deeper, it's using the mother, it's um, just open communication with myself and with my partner. Um, it's exploring life in different ways sexually. Yeah. Like, the, the, the tools are so differently, so different now than what they were, but I had to go through to those places first um, to be able to get to where I am. I always talk about on here, or just in general, it's, it's aiming for step two when you're at step one. Totally. Because step 10 looks so glorious. Yeah. And we think we can bypass it to there. But you can't, <laughs> as Jordan Peterson says, you can, you never, no one ever gets away with anything ever. Mm. There's such a, a true statement. Oof. Doesn't matter whether you've gotten or actually gotten away with the thing after you lied about it or he does. There's, 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 some, there's some exchange somewhere. Totally. Where you haven't gotten away with anything. For sure. And... When you when you kind of look at it that way, where it's a bit of a piece of yourself that becomes a little bit more less you know more untrustworthy or something, you know that, that that's that's the aspect where you can go in it, the micro as well as the macro. So yeah, step one, hmm. you're aiming for step two, and hmm. if you get to step one point one, you're sailing in the right direction. You get yep. to step one point two, great. If you get to step two, awesome. If you fall back to step one point five. That's okay too, but you're still half a step away from when you first started and you know the pathway to get to two, mm. so you can get there faster. It's yeah. kind of like the muscle memory that people talk about in the gym. For me, it's actually nothing to do with that. It's a nervous system response because once the nervous system understands and is mapped, you can get somewhere faster. You can do something better because you're not having to create a new unknown pathway within your nervous system structure to your mind from your sensory, sensory system. Mm, totally. And once the other nervous system learns and understands, great, it becomes... A little bit more natural, and that becomes re yeah, repetitive, and that's like our life, right? The more we do repetitions of something, the more that that's going to to run that gauntlet, and then the less we have to think about it as it becomes a habit. And the habit, do it long enough, can become personality. Mm, totally, brother. But it's the continual checking to see if that's actually the path you still want to be on. Mm, that's it. Yeah, for sure. And 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 this is where this is where like like self help and personal development can actually start to become detrimental. Yes, you know, it gets to a point. And I noticed it within myself maybe like two years ago because there was this drive for perfection, this drive to keep up, this drive to, to do what other people were doing. And in that pursuit, I actually started to lose myself even more. The the actions, the things that I was doing, the way in which I was showing up was actually starting to become detrimental to who I truly am, detrimental to my true self, mm. you know. And, and so it's about realizing that and understanding that that as well, you know. There comes a point when you have to acknowledge that you've done enough <laughs> yeah. and it's not about needing to constantly chase things down it's actually about accepting that you are who you are because if i reflect on who i was before this journey and who i am now nothing's really changed just the chatter in my mind about the stories of the past have dissipated that's it i love that reflection mm. 
I had a birthday a couple of days ago. I turned 36. Yes, boy. And my beautiful sister Bianca, she put up a like a video um, just of different photos and things we've done through the year. You know, we, we've always been best friends. And, you know, she, I moved to Melbourne when I was 17. She moved over probably like a couple of years later. And, you know, she used to come and party with us and hang out with my crew. And, you know, so we've got years and years and years of, of photos. Um, and it was really, it was really cool just to watch and look at various past versions of myself when I was in the ignorance is bliss stage. I was just being me. I was just enjoying what I was enjoying and I wasn't looking at life through any other way. And, you know, like, I mean, it was super interesting just to look and just love that, those versions of myself going, man, that he was, he was pretty dope. Like he was wild. He was out there, but he was fun and he was still, you know, and, and again, what you've just said, the reflection on who I am now, it's, it's, I'm the same. I'm the same, but I don't need the external soothing. I don't need the external factors to get me to the, to the level of authenticity that I kind of show up as now. Yeah, because there's no avoidance, right? No. There's no avoidance. All the emotional contractions that you would have had from the past, all the, all, all the pain and the hurt that you were using alcohol and drugs to soothe yourself from or yep. even avoid, um, <clears throat> all of those things have been worked through. So now you're showing up in the exact same way without the... Why you say this? The, without the needing, without needing external boosters yeah. to get me to the version and level of the person who I knew was inside me. Mm, yeah, there we go. That's probably a better way to put it. Yeah, there you go. Because I, I feel like now I'm like the person who I used to be when I was on drugs and alcohol. Because mm. I'm just fun and talkative and out there, and but now I get to choose in and out, like you know, and without 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 the the nasty hangovers or <laughs> or lack of sleep for days. But um, yeah, but it was that was a cool reflection, man. You know, like and it's exactly what you're talking about. You know, there's I've I've gone through so much to a point where I'm just just really deep in my self acceptance, the understanding that I can choose anything I want to choose. Everything is my choice, mm-hmm. and there's always going to be more things to kind of look at. But I look at that and go, okay, great, no worries, and I can choose not to become it, or I can choose to communicate it, or if I'm avoiding something, I can see that I'm avoiding something, and mm-hmm. I can be okay, well, am I going to choose to continue to do that or not? Because whatever, it's your choice, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I'm, again, I know we've said this a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm fucking in the prime of my life and I'm continually getting more prime. Just call me Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, no, call me Optimal Prime. Optimal Prime. <laughs> there we go, guys. I think we might have to change Mike's uh, Instagram hand, handle. To Optimal Prime. Optimal Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Ah, I love that, brother. And and that that really is it, man. And and it's like, and and it's like when you can release energetically the heavy emotional contractions from the events that happen to us, man. There's so much freedom in it. And it's like that's 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 the beauty of it, right? And that's the beauty of 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 just going on the journey and going on the path and understanding that there is no one way of doing it. You can do it from a top-down method where you're using your mind to change the perception of the past or you can use it from a bottom-up perspective where you're using your nervous system and your body to change the way in in which it reacts to the certain stimulations that are going on between you or you can find your own unique combination of both Mm. you know and that's a beautiful thing if you can find your own unique combination of of healing like that's the alchemy you know because it is it's pulling in all these different tools and techniques and and really just trusting the contractions within you if you're having lots of of negative thoughts and maybe it is around changing your perception but if you're having uh like 
anxiety mm. and gut problems and you're fatigued and tired then maybe you need to work with your with your nervous system regulation or maybe you need to heal your gut so that your body can actually uh, or your nervous system can work and function a little bit more maybe there's neural transmitters that need to be balanced within your brain that are going to help you move through the situations maybe it's about having that conversation with your dad and telling him he was a fucking asshole when you were younger yep. in a nice respectful and, and peaceful way sure. but it gives you that freedom it gives you that ability to to really take control of your life and your your journey and to no longer be a victim to it dope love that Ooh, let's go let's go <laughs> one thing i took away from that is you get much better at setting boundaries very naturally mm, totally and it's kind of hard at the start it, it is kind of hard at the start to set a boundary oh it is and God like damn and 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 then it just becomes naturally because if you know and then you can communicate that you're disappointed or you feel let down by that person but you but you can do it in a way that that doesn't allow them to feel that you love them less yeah totally because you're just going hey look this is disappointed um you know say your piece and then and it's like cool then then it's done mm. you know because you're not holding on to it mm. um a great example of that is, is today. You know, I was excited. My mum was going to fly up, uh, fly up here on the weekend, come and come and stay, and her and her new husband. And she rang me today, and she goes, "Oh, look, you know, it's lots of work, Paul's got lots of work on, and and I understand I need to focus on that, you know, and go through that." And they've just got married. They've just yeah, got a yeah, exactly. Hundred like, percent. You got to be busy, right? Yeah. And she goes, "Hey, look, you know," and I just said, "Mum, that's fine." I said, "That's okay," but you know, just she goes, "What about July?" I said, "Yeah, that's great. Just next time when you do book it, please make sure that that." you know, you book it and, and you intend to come, like make sure there's nothing else coming in or your ability to do it. Because I, if I book out a weekend, it's it's, it's major because we've got, so, it's the only times so we get to do on. things. And so totally. um, I said, look, you know, that like, that's totally fine. And it was just in this, in this tone of voice as well. So mm. it, it, it was in a way that, you know, I wasn't reacting, I wasn't yelling, I wasn't doing anything. It was just going, no, like I- Or just being direct with your needs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and knowing that, okay, cool. Like there's a nice boundary set there. So next yeah. time, just make sure that when you do book, yeah. And and we book it off. It's there, and and uh, you know, left off the conversation. I love you, and I love you, and so that and was just even honoring the the some like even the small amount of disappointment that's probably there. You yeah. know, we're like, oh shit, you know, I was looking forward to you guys coming up. That's a little shit. Next time you come up, just make sure it happens because I do want to see you. And that's a hundred percent right. And that's exactly what I said because mm. it was just like, oh man, I was, I was looking forward to it. Um, but it is those it is those little moments with with people around you that I'm getting better at. Um, and but it's also yeah to go back to what you said it, it becomes easier for you to set boundaries and then people know where they stand with you and then you're not having any gray area no. i guess it's probably the best thing to do because no one likes to live in gray gray's eggshells gray's muckiness gray's like you know you're reading people's facials because they're not seeing something and oh like all of that horrible anxious shit you know, and if you're in a relationship and you're walking on eggshells, you know what I mean. Like, it's just, it's just yuck. You feel it. Ugh. Although nothing's being said, you can feel it energetically, right? Know. You know, and it's, uh, it sucks. It does suck. It does suck. So this is the alchemy that we're talking about. You just have these cool micro macro moments that become a little bit easier. You're less attached to, to things. Mm-hmm. So when there's less attachment, there can be more love. Mm-hmm. And when there's totally. more love, there's... More love. It's all about love. It's more love. Yeah, there, there was any more to go with that. Hey, that's Ryan's first song he's sung on, there the, on the podcast. How do they do, people? Let me know. <laughs> Should I bring in an album? <laughs> he's a, he's a little note. Ryan's always whistling 
he loves a good whistle. Do I? I do. You I do. love a good whistle. I do. My granddad always used to whistle. It's really dope because it yeah. keeps. It's a beautiful thing. I like. You know, it. you know, if I'm in, if I'm whistling, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, yeah. But you also do it too, to like soothe yourself as well a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, but then, even that, like, think about how natural that is. You whistle to soothe, and when you whistle, you vibrate your vagus nerve, which yeah. helps your nervous system to wind down. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. Look at that alchemy in the moment. There you go. That's all we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Um, I think let's 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 go into what 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 people can do to alchemize. You know, mm. what's what's a good place to start to alchemize? You know, because I mean, this might be the first time someone's ever heard the word alchemize. Mm. So alchemize, I think. Let's break it down. Alchemy. Mm. You know, the alchemist. The alchemist. Mm. So what you're doing is you are transmuting something into something yeah. so alchemy in in on the um chemistry scale mm-hmm. is obviously alchemizing an element into another element mm-hmm. you're changing its properties you're changing its makeup mm-hmm. and so when we're talking about alchemizing trauma or alchemizing past experiences you're changing the makeup you're changing the the predisposition that it has within you to be something else and when you have felt something or you've moved through something that's been major or, or lots of little things that have come and have become a bit of your personality, you're now alchemizing yourself to be an alchemist. You've changing the properties within you and you are removing that emotional edge that's stored within so you can give your nervous system the chance to relax a little bit more. You live a little bit more in the parasympathetic mm-hmm. and your cortisol's down. Yep. You know, you're not holding so much stuff weight less stress less fear less less reactiveness so where do you think brother where do you think is a good place to to start alchemizing becoming an alchemist Mm, man i'm I'm just going to talk into my own personal experience because 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 that's probably the most meaningful thing so as i said for for me um moving through some of my um, past experiences probably first started when i was seven years old and that was actually going to see an osteopath because an osteopath after one session made a correction that turned me from an angry reactive um child and to a little bit more relaxed mm. a little bit more calm um so that's why for me i think this physical body is is, is so important um then um when i was 16 years old i, I had a counselor um, who again helped me just communicate some of the things that I was going through, um, learning to regulate myself in different ways. Um, for me, also boxing was a huge part. Um, meditation at the start was was massive. I don't really meditate for as long as I used to, um, but breath work is is huge. Vipassana meditation, so seven mm. uh, a ten day silent retreats. Uh, I've done two of those in my life, and they probably was some of the most profound shift because there was nothing exogenous everything was just internal and it's such a long period of time to allow yourself for everything to catch up um, and allow yourself to 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 learn the the concept of equanimity there is no good or bad everything just Mm. is it's all about the perception that we put on things not about what's well the the stimulus or the experience that's actually happening um obviously trauma release breath work has been massive mm. huge because it's given me a space to release it's it's brought up a lot of the subconscious patterns it's uh, helped me to understand my relationship with my mother and my father a lot more um and then there's obviously the beautiful plant medicines that have come into our lives in these last few years you know and if i think if i move well if i move straight into plant medicine i probably would have had a psychotic break yeah because actually 
one of the first experiences I had with psychedelics was what actually started me on the path you know it forced the dark night of the soul you know because i just wasn't ready to do that kind of work yet i didn't have the the tools to be able to navigate that realm um and it just drove me into psychosis mm. i feel like if you're going into a deep psyche psychedelics like that it opens up everything mm. so if you are if you're full more of avoidance traumas past experiences it'll open that up and 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 if you haven't actually got a bit of a runway of various introspective modalities or, I mean, or, or awareness yeah. then then yeah it will open that up and you and you won't really kind of know what to do with it so you know you might send you into some psychosis so yeah that was a beautiful kind of just summary man of like mm. what you've done it's been a past that'd be cool still heat flames like oh, human design yeah. everything all, all the little it. bits except yeah. dancing yeah <laughs> that's still an edge <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, hey? we, we dance a lot around around home a lot more yeah totally yeah um mine yeah mine 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 would probably be if i'm reflecting on it now um i had a little i had a, a bit of counseling um after my brother died so i would have been about five or six mm. i remember i remember specifically having a few sessions with a counselor there at that age I don't remember the actual sessions or what I was talking about or anything like that, but but yeah, no, my parents did that for me, um, and there was a lot going on in our lives at that time. My sister in our hospital and and my parents' marriage and things like that. We're moving house and various other things. So yeah, I, I remember having a bit of counselling at, at that age, which was which was great. Good on them for seeking some of that out for me. Um, and then I think through yeah, I went through like troubled teenage years just into myself for the for my 20s i don't think it was really until um i came back from canada actually and no no it was in canada and i never really had been to a gym before i mean i played rugby but you know like it wasn't like you used to go to the gym back then you just go to training and then just play and yep. go for runs that yep. was kind of about it yeah so in canada i um one of the girls i worked with she started uh with a personal trainer and so I would have been about 24 at this stage. And she's like, come with, we're good friends. And so I was like, cool. So I'd signed up, got a, a free pass for three sessions or something like that. And I really enjoyed it. And that was my first time that I had like started doing some working out. And that really, I started feeling better about myself. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, great. And I could see the, the change in my body. And I was like, all right, let's, let's keep on that path. And so that's what kind of got me out. And he's a really good personal trainer. And that's what kind of like led me to then after I moved, I came back to New Zealand for a year and I was like, I'm getting out of hospitality. And so that's when I went and did my personal training certificate. And then from awesome. there, I really got to learn deeper into the human body. And then I went over and moved to Perth and I, was, I got straight into the fitness industry and, and went through all that. So so that was kind of my, my process into looking at myself or, or looking at myself in another way mm. rather than just, just this human and, and, and doing about my things. And then it was really when I was 27 when my daughter was born like reflecting on it now I didn't even know it at the time but reflecting on it now that was my that was my initiation into manhood like the things that that opened and unlocked in me the the, the very moment she came out like my tears just watered my eyes just, just cried and I was like wow and feeling love like that for the first time mm. that was really an opening for me and then that I mean, I would have gone into a dark night of the soul for a couple of years because I realised now looking back that I had postnatal depression as well as her mum. Me and her mum just, you know, had all these issues going on 
and uh, and I just fell into a deep depression. That's when I got on anti-anxiety pills, uh, sorry, antidepressants. But that came with therapy sessions, and so I so I saw a good therapist. I think I had like ten or fifteen sessions, or maybe twenty, and and that's where I first he taught me with tapping. And so I did some tapping and didn't really explain it. He just goes, just do this, and this helps you feel better. And and I was like, okay, yeah, I do. And so that was my first kind of like other process of like if I just tap in certain spots and I hold on to this 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 emotion and it, it limits it okay cool so I did that and then I had another good therapist after that and she really opened my eyes to the psychology of what we're talking about because psychology and what we talk about are, are the same they're just in different contexts and meanings it's like religions right they're all speaking the same thing but just in different words and she was talking about the different nervous systems and talking about that and and so that's what kicked me off into it and then that got me introspectively thinking, okay, well, I can't be a good dad and be truly unhappy and I'm drinking every day and I'm taking these antidepressants and I've got no one around and I've isolated myself, da da da, da. Um, And then I read this book called um, The Miracle Morning mm. and by Hal Elrod and he's got this like month-long planner thing in there and I just was like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. And so I just did that and I just started you know, doing his reading and his things in the morning and that was my first time of actually doing some sort of morning routine for myself and I read that and it, I was like wow beautiful mm. and so that got me up to a bit and then I, I just started kind of doing bits and pieces from there and um, and then finally obviously I came back to New Zealand because I thought no I need to I need some family around me I need to heal I can't be a good dad and just be here and it took me six months to make that decision to leave my daughter there um, and but it's it's been the best thing I've ever done for us because it's now been a six and a half year journey from from I came to here like two weeks before I turned 30 and it's just been shoo from there you know I've found breath work I've found plant medicines I've found um, all the other modalities the connections the tribes the the the, the tools the workshops um, and couldn't be in a better place in my life mm, totally was it easy fuck no <laughs> not at all none of it was did you do it again hell yeah totally did you do it any differently no no, neither. Because they're every every experience shaped me to where I am now. Totally. Every single one. Uncomfortable, comfortable, good, bad, terrible, whatever I want to try and identify it with. Mm. Of course I would. Because I, I fucking love who I am right now. Totally. Aho. Aho. Mm. So there's the alchemy. That's there's it. the alchemy. That's it. And there's, we're continually alchemizing. Yeah. It's always more... Well, that's the, the beauty of the book, The Alchemist, as well, right? Yeah. That was probably one of the first spiritual books that I read. And I remember, um, <clears throat> this was when I was an engineer, and um, we went out for dinner, and we were drinking afterwards, and um, I bought a bottle of whiskey and took it back to my hotel room, and I was drinking this bottle of whiskey, and I finished the book, and I was like halfway through a bottle, um, and I just fucking just broke down. I was mm. just like, is this who I want to be? Is this how I want to be? And um, yeah, there was a there was a poignant poignant moment. I haven't actually reflected on that moment much. Yeah, interesting. But there was a yeah super powerful moment reading the end of that book and just taking the, the takeaways from that. And then that was probably one of the um, that after that moment because it would have been maybe twenty twenty two. I think after that moment, that's when I really threw myself into boxing and gave myself an excuse not to drink. Nice, mm. that's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, the the first spiritual book I read. Um, outside of the health self-help 
thing because self-help and spirituality you know they're, they, they go hand in hand but they're a little bit different but the first spiritual book i read um a girlfriend at the time she gave it to me to read it was called the untethered soul mm, come on. and by michael singer i just I, once i started reading that i just couldn't put it down it was so so good it was beautiful and then i read um Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now after that, straight after. And they were, they were, they were great books to start with. They were um, just to see things in a, in a different way. And I was kind of already experiencing breath work and things, but it was really nice to, to do some reading uh, on it. But that was, that was a great book to start with. Mm. And ever since then, you know, lots of reading on various other books. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of the first book that I, I read in the spiritual path. Mm. Beautiful, brother. Mm. I, feel like that's, uh, I feel like that's us, man. Totally. If you've stuck with us this long... Thank you. I'll become your an alchemist. That's really what it is all about, you know. That's all we want from you. You can reach out to other people and get support because then people teach you their alchemy. Yes. You can turn it into your own. You can take their ideas and conversations and the freedom that they have within them and and start to see that it is possible, you know. Mm. So don't feel like you have to do it alone. Don't feel like you have to be your own alchemist by yourself trying to figure it all out. It's like reach out, get support, communicate open up you know, it's a it's a it's, it's a it's a worth a much more worthwhile journey when you're not just walking the path alone oh yeah and if you want some help we run a 28 day state change program yeah totally uh, we run that five times a year so you can connect with us and we'll chuck you in there if mm. you'd like come build our come hang out in the community us and the tribe That's and uh, ryan and i also do uh, one-on-one rebirths so we've got that in the show notes you can click that and we can start helping you help yourself through that and so yeah we've got lots of tools we can we can offer you help with it so mm-hmm. just make sure you reach out or just jump on our socials and yeah. and see what it's all about totally just implement what we're talking about on the podcast you know it's easy just to to listen and be mm-hmm. like i'm going to get to it but actually just take action on the tools that we've already shared um and and you're bound to to start taking steps forward oh yeah oh oh i love you brother love you too brother yeah and thank you all for listening we love you we love you. Have an amazing week. And uh, yeah, you'll hear from us next week. All right. See you later, beautiful people. Sure.